Uh, howdy again there, guys. It's, it's your favorite uh, demon again, coming at you before the show. It's uh, Garrett. Uh, now, don't be alarmed. Don't have any technical difficulties or anything of the you know that sort this time around. Just wanted to say that, uh, you know, I know we're coming around the bend here uh, to the end of the you know, of our time together here. I've only got about one more episode after this one of the season, and just want to let you know that I'm, you know, doing my best to to get these boys uh, out of hell. I'm trying to trying to work something out here to, to get get them on out, uh, you know, more, more than just one of them, at least, uh, with their current deal they got. Uh, so, yeah, I just want to let you know that I'm going to do my damnedest to, to get both of these boys out of hell and you know, so I can keep podcasting for all of us here. So, just want to let you let you know for the show. But uh, yeah, it's a good one. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, you get back to it. All right, gear it out. Bye. guys welcome back to another episode of director showdown sorry we weren't there last monday apparently in hell they also observe martin luther king jr day can you believe it yeah it's uh i think it's the only holiday that they observe down here kind of oddly enough i guess i guess even hell has uh uh, cares about those social issues. It's yeah, you, you say what you will about hell, but you know they—it's definitely not racist down here. It's definitely not racist. Everybody gets uh, fair fair treatment. <laughs> Everybody is fairly tortured down here. I think. Yep. Um, yeah. So uh, today we're—it looks like we're wrapping things up for uh, for Burton finally, and uh, we checked out the 2010 box office sensation blockbuster yep uh another remake for old burton uh, he loves those remakes uh alice in wonderland alice in wonderland and my name is adam Dauphin, by the way in case uh you didn't know who i was and this is still brent and yeah so let's just get let's get right to it i mean alice in wonderland right like what what the fuck yeah, you know it's. Let me let me pull out. <laughs> let me pull up a good old summary. Sorry, I yeah. wasn't prepared. Got sift through these uh, pamphlets really yeah, quick. Yeah. There's oh. a lot. There's a lot of like just needless information on these pamphlets too. It's not just what we need. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of bullshit too. Uh, they just wanted to torture us and throw us off. Yeah, there's a pamphlet of like how um, how to put on socks correctly. Yeah, and they there there are no socks in sight, 
Yeah, I haven't I had socks for uh, yeah the entire. I'm like I have said before, like I fully lost track of time down here. Like, right. Um, and it's like your my feet are like, you know, kind of like they're cold. Uh-huh. You know, but you know it's bearable, but it's just kind of annoying. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. You I mean, just everything want some cozy socks, but you can't get them. Nope. Yeah, and it's uh, you know the the usual uh, fucking slightly too warm seventy nine degrees. We have our uh, our you know now the I feel like the Miller High Lifes they have been giving us are heating up. I feel like they're getting warmer for each movie, and these mm-hmm. are uh, I would say warm now. They're not even room temperature. Uh, they're just straight up warm, and it's kind of uh, yeah. Those flames are getting to them, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that we should go down to the Hell's Sharper image and see if we can pick up a, a cooler. Yeah, or something. maybe a, a cooler, but um, yeah. yeah, I'm not holding out hope for that. <laughs> I, I think they probably took those out just to make us suffer even more. Speaking of coolers, uh, Jay Welch five seven four two gave us a summary. Okay, of Alice in Wonderland, and. Um, here it is. A young girl named Alice, space then period, when she first visited Magical Underland, <laughs> Alice King's lay is now a teenager with no memory of the place, hyphen, hyphen, except in her dreams. Her life takes a turn for the unexpected when, comma, at a garden party for her fiancé and herself, she spots a certain white rabbit that tumbles down a hole after him. Reunited with her friends, the Mad Hatter, the Chestershire Cat, and others, Alice learns it is her destiny to end the Red Queen's reign in terror. Well, I'm pretty sure Jay Welch 5742 is not an English speaker. Yeah. Because the the way that that was structured is is, <laughs> is very... Oh, terrible. Yeah, definitely. Um, and what I also noticed about that summary is that, uh, that, that if I, so I totally forgot until they kind of, it's like a weird twist, like in like the third act where it kind of reveals that this movie is like a sequel to the original, um, where oh, it's, it, yeah. she has like her flashback, um, and obviously, like, uh, what's her name? Like, Mia Wasikowska or whatever. Uh, mm. She's, like, much older than Alice was in the original uh, cartoon. She's of like, Mary eight, marrying age, so she's probably exactly. 16. Yeah, yeah. And in the original, she was, like, I don't know. I, she's I would a guess child. Nine or 10. Yeah. yeah, like, she's pretty young. And, yeah, there's, like, this flashback sequence uh, of her there. And I, I want to say that the scenes that it showed when she was a girl were, like, like straight up, like, remaking uh, the scenes that were in the original cartoon. Hmm. Um, and it's supposed to be like this, like, hey, hey, you remember, you remember the original movie? A Lego sequel. Yeah, it's like a weird. Yeah, it fits into that like Lego sequel mold. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, this coming out in 2010 was like right on the cusp of uh, a lot of those kind of starting to come out. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, what what were your uh, thoughts on? So I wanted to ask you this because I've seen the movie before, and I guess we'll cover that in historical yeah. context a little bit, but. Uh, what were your thoughts uh, of uh, of the movie, Adam? Of this beautiful VHS on our wonderful little CRT monitor TV that we have here? You know, it was pretty cool that uh, despite it being VHS, they gave us some, uh, 
you know those old retro um, 3D glasses, the the blue and the red ones. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, oh, that's that's neat. So we could really, yeah, so that we could really appreciate uh, the film and mm-hmm. the format that it was uh, definitely created yep. for. They were a little flimsy, those those glasses, though. It, oh, was, yeah. it was kind of hard to keep them on my face. I don't know if you were having the same issue. I was, yeah. It was, yeah. Uh, well, the actual, like, the little hook that goes around your mm-hmm. ear, the left one was missing for me. So I had to, throughout the whole movie, I had to hold it to my head. And I couldn't take them off because yeah. the movie is so fucking 3D that if, it's, it's like when you, like, you know, flip the glasses up when you're watching yeah. a 3D movie and it's like, oh, this is unwatchable if I don't wear the glasses. Yeah, and I don't know if you know about the, know this about me but i'm actually legally blind in my left eye so i can't actually oh, okay. enjoy red and blue 3d glasses wow is so that, is that legit like really yeah and wow. um so so i i see only only blue in in the film okay. and you know i was just watching uh, a 2d film with the blue tint on it oh that's so, good so it was it was <laughs> What Super. a good way to enjoy the film. Yeah. So they were kidding. Like in hell, you still retain your your bad vision. Yeah, they don't they don't want to fix that up for you. That's for sure. Uh, I actually haven't had glasses the entire time we've been down here, and it's been frustrating because my eyes are not great. Uh, everything is just slightly off. So you've been watching off. all these films with just like blurred vision. And yeah, and it doesn't help that the the quality of the TV itself is. So it's not doing us any favors. Uh, but, I mean, like I said, luckily we were able to see the film in its, uh, you know, beautiful 3D presentation mm-hmm. uh, on our uh, little tiny TV that we have here. Um, yeah, what did what did you think of the, the film itself? It was boring. <laughs> it was such a boring yeah. film. Like, it's not even like that it's, it's awful. Mm. It's just like the whole time, I mean, I, I feel like you noticed me just like, groaning and just like, well, let's just finish this up. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Do you know how long this film was? Uh, an hour, 45 minutes. See, it felt like two and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. Because he just didn't care about Alice. He didn't care about the trials and tribulations that she was going through. Definitely. Or any of, you don't have any sympathy for any of the mythical creatures or whatnot. Uh It was all just so, um, bland and Johnny Depp's character was so forced. Like, yeah, let's man. just show him any opportunity that we can get. Let's let's put him in. That's yeah. That's okay. So Johnny Depp is going to be. I'm going to say now probably a full like third of this whole discussion. Uh, I want to hold off on that a little bit, but um, yeah, man. I mean, like I said on Batman. I think I said it on Planet of the Apes. Like. His movies, man, the what the you know at least the ones that we have down here, mm-hmm. just fucking like drag on. You don't care about the characters. You don't care about uh, like the. There's so much plotting and just like things happening and all yeah. of them. And yeah, man, this movie like just felt so fucking long. Like I also felt like. Boy, let's fucking wrap it up. Like, near and even the, the second act, even the visuals that are supposed to be the um, key point, mm-hmm. the key selling point to this film. Yeah, yeah, has just not aged too well. You know, yeah, I mean, for being in twenty eighteen now, right? Yeah, yeah seven seven to eight years old. Mm-hmm. It's not even like that, like old of a movie. Mm. Um, and I, I don't know if it was going for more of a. 
like a formalist approach, like almost like like he kind of took the same mentality that he did with a movie like uh, Planet of the Apes or even even definitely Batman uh, with like the closed sets and that that type of thing. But it's like you can even do like Speed Racer by the Wachowskis. Yeah, like that's like visually stunning really film. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is just like it just looks like an uncanny valley sort yeah. of thing where it couldn't make up its mind between a cartoon or like I don't know realistic CGI. Like that's yeah, that was yeah. my problem with it. You know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's like it's it's almost more akin to like Space Jam or something, where it's <laughs> like this real person in this like cartoon world. And that's how it should have been was like Space Jam, where yeah, it was yeah, like animated. Yeah, you know, that would have been actually kind of cool. But you know, you just have. I mean, so that yeah, CGI. that that would have been a bold decision, right? And right. there are no bold decisions like in this movie <laughs> at all. Like it, Fair it's point. it's fully. It's like it's like the George Lucas mindset. I feel like this movie is because like uh, with with like the Star Wars prequels, where it's just it's just all flash. Like let your uh, CG artists uh, do let, do all the heavy lifting. Do do the heavy lifting, yeah. yeah and then you know, me, meanwhile, you have your uh, actors and actresses just in front of green screens, like. I, although I will say, like the the performances across the board in this movie are like pretty all right, um, except for Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah, boy, oh boy, uh, yeah. But like Mia Wasikowska plays Alice, and like she's fine. She's fine. Um, so, like, like everything. Helena Bonham Carter was was doing her thing. Uh, yeah, doing her thing. And um, yeah, man, I, I I don't know, like. Sorry, we're having a little uh, yeah, a little mic difficulty. Little mic difficulties. Um, Thanks, devil. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, but there there is some pretty interesting trivia uh, when it comes to this movie. So let, I want to find the like exact uh, thing on the fucking papers here. Uh, this was so this movie grossed over a billion dollars at the box office worldwide, huh? Worldwide. Uh, this was at the time. I can't find the specific thing, but I remember it. Uh, yeah, so it became the fifth highest grossing film of all time. Well, why? Yeah, and that that goes back to... Uh, yeah, let's do a historical context real quick then with it. Okay, sure. Because, yeah. like, we had to think, like, what was the zeitgeist of that, that oh, time, right? Oh, shit. You know what it was, dude? Huh? Was this... When did Avatar come out? 2009? I think so. Yeah. yeah. 2009. Oh, yeah. It captured the zeitgeist. Yeah. For sure. Like, this movie was in that, like, perfect little time period where, like, Avatar had just come out. Johnny Depp was coming off fucking hot from the goddamn Pirates movies. Uh, He was still, like, a fucking guaranteed, like, box office heavy hitter, known quantity. Uh, And I I remember a huge thing with this movie uh, was... Uh, incredible visuals. Uh, you've got to see it in IMAX 3D. Definitely like hitting home the 3D thing. Right. And it was a it was like a huge deal. Then and everyone I think, remembered Alice in Wonderland, their original cartoon. Yeah, exactly. And everyone loved the visuals and whatnot. And it was Disney. It was like Disney. Di- like this is another yeah. uh, Disney like remake. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Yeah, and then, like, I think it even probably caught them off guard. Like, I don't think they were probably expecting it to uh, gross that much. But mm-hmm. even still, man, I don't understand. Um, 
Oh, well, that's kind of interesting. So I just read right now. Uh, yeah, the the film started a trend of live action fairy tale and fantasy films being greenlit. No, I by Walt fucking Disney. Yeah, all that shit, dude. So this kind of started their whole yeah. remake thing, I guess. Yeah, let's put let's get Snow White. Let's uh-huh. let's do you know the Huntsman, kind of the dark dark versions of. I actually don't. I don't think that tales. was Disney. I think that one was like a. It might be. Well, whether whether it was Disney or otherwise. It doesn't matter, like dark fairy tales, because remember Brothers Grimm and stuff, and like yeah, yeah, you know. Wait, when did Heath Ledger die? Oh man, two thousand eight, seven or eight. Yeah, it's been a while. Brothers Grimm was before that. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, it was probably two thousand four or five. But yeah, I mean, this kickstarted their like Cinderella thing, their Beauty and the Beast thing, because they said they basically were like, oh shit, like. People are really nostalgic for these old movies, mm. and if we like do them with the proper presentation, even if it's not a big hit with like the critics or whatever, because this movie wasn't. I think it's at a fifty-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that's fair. And uh, yeah, kind of like kickstarted that trend. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, if you want to do historical context, so twenty ten, uh, we kind of covered like the Avatar thing. Um, yeah, it was a 3D sensation. Uh-huh. Everybody wanted to see everything in 3D. Yeah, and like, I remember that was the time. I remember in college, like, like yeah. I saw this coming, dude. I knew it was a gimmick, and yeah. I was like, "Why? It definitely is. make good movies. Don't make 3D films." Yeah, yeah we, it's really interesting, dude. Because like, I feel like in the past six or seven years 3d is like definitely waned like it is still a yeah norm. no one really cares as yeah much. like it's still a norm uh but you had this like run of movies that were filmed in 3d like alice avatar mm-hmm. uh, my bloody valentine 3d yeah stuff like that yeah. kind of gimmicky things um and then now you don't have that like people aren't shooting in 3d anymore because it's it's yeah, well one of the big things is 3d conversion right so like they realized that you could just kind of Convert shit to 3D and get that. Well, you know, was this out there. was Alice in Wonderland shot on like a 3D camera? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was, it was shot in 3D. So I remember that was a okay. big that was a big uh, selling point, and you could even see in the movie like there's so many. There are basically characters that were made to be like the 3D guy. I know, like the rabbit who fucking. I didn't notice it until like near the end of the movie, but he was constantly throwing things at the screen. Yep. And, like, you don't think really anything mm. of it until, like, oh, wait, hold on. This was, like, a huge, like, 3D thing. And, mm. you know, like, we had, like, our shitty glasses and, like, we could barely even tell. Right. Because it was, couldn't. like, marginally 3D. Yeah, and then Crispin Glover, who is a Slender Man and a yeah. <laughs> heart Slender Man guy, uh, kept, he had long limbs, so he kept, like, pointing putting his, like, limbs in the foreground, you know? And I was like, okay, well, it's trying to to do 3D thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, dude, but I, I remember like yeah, I had friends. Yeah, yeah I had friends kind of caught up in that zeitgeist too. I won't say their names, but uh, they <laughs> won't shame them. Just because, yeah, it involves drugs, but uh, <laughs> I had uh, one friend in particular who was like a huge, huge Tim Burton fan, and uh, he also that. was a big mm-hmm. fan of smoking, smoking that, smoking that green stuff. The reefer. And uh, yeah, and then they were, you know, they were really excited to go see it. And I was like, oh, whatever, like, I'll, I'll go, I'll go with them. And was um, this, was this an established time in your life where you hated Tim Burton? Um, I kind of always did, honestly, <laughs> like, on, like, no, seriously, like, I think the, when I started to get into movies, like Tim Burton always annoyed me. Yeah. And I hadn't seen as many as I as I have now, but I was like, 
I was like, whatever, this is a big thing. Like, it's killing at the box office. Like, let's, let's give it a shot. Let's give it a shot. No so, big me deal. and my two friends, uh, we went. They smoked so much before the movie and were just high as hell. And I was just like, going. And you in. think that this would be a film that's perfect for. Absolutely. Yeah, you, you, know? you would absolutely think that. And, like, pretty early on into the movie, like, maybe a third into it. Like they were both asleep. Like they, I looked over and they were both fucking just crashed out. And yeah, I mean, sure, like, like we can do that to you, obviously. Uh, but yeah, dude, they, they, it just wasn't doing anything for them. And like they would like kind of come to their senses and like, like wake up and like watch a little bit and then fall asleep again. And like I was in that same fucking mode. Like I stayed awake for the whole thing, but my brain was fucking napping, dude. Like I did not mm. give. A fucking rat's ass about like anything that was happening. See, yeah, this is my first time watching it, and that's how I felt throughout the whole um, yeah film. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think the only thing to do would probably take some LSD and then watch it. But then again, like anything on LSD is probably a fun time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, uh, I have yeah, zero man. zero historical context because I never saw it when it came out. But yeah, I just knew about the um, the 3D zeitgeist. Like, I remember that, like, somehow people were defending Avatar over Inception. And I was like, no. Yeah. That's why ridiculous. It's like, is it Avatar was just a fucking 3D fest. That's it. That's yeah. all it was, man. Like, it's visually great. And I'd rather watch Avatar over Alice in Wonderland. That's... Yeah, that's, damn that's, sure. that's yeah. yeah, far and beyond a mm. much better movie. Which is hard for me to say. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not a big fan of Avatar. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I wanted to get into a little bit of, of trivia. Um, there's some pretty interesting stuff here. Uh, one of the biggest things is that Tim Burton uh, was never, like, emotionally connected to the original. Like, he didn't think it had an emotional storyline. Uh, which is why he definitely made some changes in this one uh, to kind of give uh, air quotes here, but like emotional uh, resonance, I guess. In the well, movie. that's fucking obvious because like yeah. he didn't take anything from the original except for surface level aesthetics. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and it's weird, too, because that kind of goes back to the whole like it's kind of a sequel thing. Yeah. But it's almost like a like a fucking like pre Force Awakens type reboot where it's like you're doing kind of the original but you're also just like making a, like uh you know new choices too. Mm. But I just couldn't help but think that all of the new shit added most of it being that the Mad Hatter was kind of the emotional through line in the movie like his story. Yeah. Like none of that worked. And I really felt like it, like, just dragged the story down. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, yeah, it's like I didn't uh, I didn't care about the Mad Hatter. And I think the problem was that I don't that Alice in Wonderland was was never like supposed to be like an supposed to have like an emotional um, line through it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because when I read, I wanted to remind, I didn't watch the original Alice in Wonderland or I tried reading the the books, but I never got through them. But yeah. uh, in Alice in Wonderland, it's like heavily mathematical based, like a lot of math concepts were sprinkled throughout, like all all the characters were based in mathematical concepts, like the 
Cheshire Cat is a he has a big smile only to convey like an abstract concept of how like you can see um, you can have a cat uh, with a grin, but you can't have a grin without a a cat. And that's yeah. like a an abstraction of like Euclidean like geometry and stuff. Well, that's you know? interesting because that this remake. Well, that just reminded mm. me of the original. Um, because what what I think that's talking about is in the original. Uh, they there are several scenes where you just see the smile. Yeah, and in this one you and, you barely see yeah. just smile. Well, there there isn't. I don't think I can't. No, there's only scene. one. Oh, there with is the moon. one scene. Oh, okay, okay. But so they do like so do fucking that. forced. Yeah. Well, that's what. Yeah, I mean, this movie doesn't really care about that stuff at all. Like, it doesn't care about yeah, the interesting and that's what, stuff behind it. But that's what Alice in Wonderland's all about. Like, all these, like, interesting, like, making mathematical concepts into a fantasy world, which is really cool. That's that's awesome. Yeah. You know, and Tim Burton just doesn't even, like, give a shit about that stuff. Or whoever the screenwriter was. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Yeah, and I don't know if that's, like, just the Disney-fying it, like, just kind of turning it into, like, a PG kind of for all audiences. But thing. you can still have, like, the pieces of it. Yeah. 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 Like you can, it came out in the fucking yeah. 50s. Like, well, that's the whole point of, like, the, the book, I think, was just, like, you just have those, like, concepts just sprinkled throughout. It doesn't have to be, like, the overwhelming, like, forced thing of, behind it. Yeah. But at least just, like, have a nod to those concepts. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's just, like, it, it's kind of dis- disrespectful. And this movie is incredibly disrespectful to, to the uh, original, yeah. I'd say. But I'm not the ultimate judgment of that, but I can tell that it's disrespectful. I guess just period anyway. Mm-hmm. Just, <laughs> just, like, to film in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I mean, uh fuck else this is like the seventh movie that he did with johnny depp and uh well that's a surprise what's what's her name helion bottom carter Carter. um let's see here yeah just um just to clarify uh he actually met helena bottom carter on planet apes tim burden and that's that's like uh just to do a correction of our previous episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did we say something otherwise? That yeah, I think we said that they were like married beforehand, but mm. that's how they met. And now well, that in every Michael Jackson single movie. makeup, man, really got him. Uh, got his got really him got him going. going. <laughs> Keep the monkey suit on. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, so wow, Mia Wasikowska beat out several candidates for the role, including Amanda Seyfried. Interesting. She should. She she would. Have been I think she would have been better. Dallas, yeah. Yeah. And Lindsay Lohan. Well, was that, like, Ooh, prime right. Lindsay Lohan? I think, dude, that had to be, like, right in, like, uh, meltdown like, zone. Like, ch- like thick Lindsay Lohan? I think that was, like, thick Lindsay Lohan. T-H-I-C-C. Oh, yeah, because that was, was probably... As, no, she yeah. was coming off of Mean Girls at that point. Because Mean Girls came out when I was in yeah, high that was, school. that was thick Lindsay Lohan. For sure. The best Lindsay oh, Lohan. Oh, best. best and she transformed yeah. into, uh, you know, not so thick. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, man. Let's see. Yeah, all of the all of the creatures, or I'm sorry, no, there's like a list here. Oh, where the fuck is it? Basically, like all of the little side characters that are little animals voiced all did all of their dialogue in one day. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, 
<laughs> sounds lazy if it yeah. <laughs> to me. The only the only like CG character that I thought had any weight was like Alan Rickman. Like I felt like oh, yeah. his yeah. his portrayal was really interesting, dude, because he has maybe like five or six lines in the movie. But, like, just his, like, turn from a caterpillar into, like, a butterfly, it actually, like, has a lot of resonance now that he's, like, passed away. It's really weird, actually, how, mm. like, it ends with, like, him as a butterfly, like, flying into the camera. And, like, that's how it ends. I was mm-hmm. like, that's kind of, huh. That actually kind of works as, like, a send-off for Alan Rickman, oddly enough. But um, well, when did he die? He died, like, I think a year or two ago. Yeah, so this was Four or five years after. Before. Or before he passed away. Yeah. Um, He's definitely. Not, I haven't seen him around here, so he, he's definitely not in hell. I, I, oh no, he's he's, 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 he's in the upper tiers of yep. uh, of uh, <laughs> Nakatomi Plaza. Man. That's where he is. McLean, Don McLean. So fucking what's his name? Uh, Danny Elfman scored the film to green screen footage. Uh, which you could tell. Well, well, you know that that's uh, yeah, yeah. This is another this is another collabo yeah. uh, between our boy Danny Elf and fucking Timby, uh, and uh, yeah, it's just as uh, oh, utterly man. forgettable as every other fucking collaboration <laughs> they have together. And there's always just like just like a woman choir always just like yeah dude yeah like, it's gotta always have, like you gotta that. have a fucking choir seriously <laughs> like man. it's supposed to be uh what's the uh what's the word uh angelic and kind of whimsical sound to it you know yeah seriously um yeah i mean that's it for there's really not much fucking interesting trivia i feel mm-hmm. like the most interesting stuff was um all the like crazy fucking box office stuff and uh i don't have the exact figure but they released a sequel uh, in 2016, in the summer yeah, of 2016, pretty recently, yeah, yeah. Uh, that wasn't a bomb, but it, I think, like it just original, made it, yeah, yeah, it like just made up its budget basically, mm. like it, it grossed like 200 million, like fucking mm. worldwide or something, like the drop off was fucking steep, man. So if that's if that going off of that, we'll see how these fucking Avatar sequels do, and if anybody gives a fucking rat's ass, right. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I certainly don't care, but it's kind of funny how the meme is don't care about Avatar, and that's what's, like, keeping it still in, like, Yeah, and, all, like, ironically enough, yeah. like, that's keeping it in yeah. the conversation. Yeah. It's, like, the ironic, like, hey, Avatar exists. Yeah. Avatar was a thing that people loved. And there's sequels coming out, like, right. seven of them, you know? It's, I mean, it was supposed to release, like, five years ago, the sequel, but, you know, it's fine. Yeah, James Cameron keeps... Uh, reinventing the technology and he's like on some shit now where he wants like glasses free 3d and it's like what the how the fuck it's like i can understand you doing oh with no glasses with no glasses uh it's like the way you would have to do that is the way that the 3ds does it where like you have to be at a specific spot in the theater looking at the screen Mm. to like that's how it works i don't yeah yeah that's that's how because if you even shift the angle of the 3ds yeah then it's it looks like a 3d movie without glasses basically Mm. but Mm. um yeah i don't understand how the fuck he wants that that's probably why he hasn't uh why he hasn't come out yet because he's somehow (laughs) waiting for it to happen i think that 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 would require special projections like special like projectors right yeah just like the you'd have to yeah yeah you'd have to do like some hologram shit dude yeah i don't shit i don't know man but you can't you can't fucking discount james cameron he always fucking finds a way to do something yeah like i 
I think it's cool that he's doing all that stuff. Like, I think his his emphasis on film technology is really cool. Yeah. But, you know, I just don't care about Avatar. Just Avatar itself, Yeah. I guess I should say. But I think the 3D stuff in Avatar was cool when it came out. Definitely. It was a fun, uh, you know, yeah. viewing IMAX 3D experience. Yeah. Unlike and that's this all movie. it is. Yeah. It's getting like... <laughs> yeah. Um, shit, man. But, yeah. So, um, what did you think about this movie on your was this your second time um watching second, it? second and final viewing of uh <laughs> alice in wonderland uh, yeah man um yeah i mean I, I just didn't give a shit about like the quote-unquote like emotional through line of the movie um you know i mean let's let's fucking just get into johnny depp shit because like <laughs> it, it really made me mad dude because like it was purely it felt like a cynical marketing ploy his uh like the way that his role was amped up to the level right. that it was uh his performance annoyed me apparently another bit of trivia was that like he found it incredibly hard to work like with the green screens and like he was like I guess like befuddled every day like on set filming it um and I mean maybe that like helped with the character I don't know but um yeah, man, I, I I don't like Johnny Depp. He seems like a, a douchebag. Uh, <laughs> he has good performances. Like he's he could be a good actor. Yeah, uh, but I generally don't care for his stuff with Tim Burton. Um, and his general shtick is what you don't like. His like kind for of sure. he's wacky. the he's the Tim Burton of actors for me because like Tim Burton just like Johnny Depp has good stuff. Mm-hmm. But the stuff they do together, just like Danny Elfman, man, that's like the fucking unholy trinity for me. <laughs> like, I'd rather die than fucking well, die again are. and yeah. fucking go to hell too. Than fucking <laughs> hell too. Than fucking <laughs> sign me up for this hell shit, too. dude. And yeah. like, I don't know. I'm, I'm being like hyperbolic. Like, they have good shit together. But yeah, man, like, it, it really bugged me how much, like, it, it's like they're. They, they watched the original and were like, yeah, this Mad Hatter, I think this guy's going to be good for Johnny Depp. Let's have some scenes where he's making his hats. I, I think the original is sorely Hatter, yeah. lacking uh, the Mad Hatter making hats because that's what's interesting about him. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, and it's weird. He has, like, a weird dual personality where, like, he's British and then he's fucking, like, Scottish. Scottish or something. And serious. Yeah. And he has, like, this... I guess it's supposed to be like a tragic backstory where he was like a jester or something. He was a hatter for the white queen. That's right, a hatter for the white queen. (laughs) And then the fucking dragon, like... Just for some reason, just like blows up the town. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, blows up... I guess it's his town? I didn't Mm. really understand, like... Well, let's... You know what? You know what we should do? We should go... Let's go way back. Let's go way back to the beginning. Let's do it. And let's 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 uh, piece this this movie together. Okay, yeah. Because at the beginning you got Maya uh, Wachowski brother. Yeah. Um, and she sister, I think you mean. <laughs> well, that's a little. It's a little. Um, she could identify as male, man. You don't know. That's true. Maybe she does. Um, ah, she's gorgeous. But anyways, she absolutely a gorgeous man. She's <laughs> a good looking, gorgeous, good looking, good looking guy, guy. That Mia Wachowski. <laughs> Or whatever the fuck Wachowski, yeah. Wachikowski, yeah. Wachikowski, I think yeah. it is. But yeah, she she's um she's the daughter of this aristocrat who's crazy. Uh-huh. Whatever. He owns like some business, who cares? And she's, then, so, she's so quirky. She's so quirky. She's that so out. into she independent. She doesn't fit in here. 
Yeah, because she's in aristocratic uh, London culture. Yeah, yeah. Top one percenters. It's, elite. uh, yeah, uh, downtown Abbey shit, basically. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, she, and her father is like, oh, crazy people are all, all the best kind of people. And he's crazy, obviously. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, then, it, then he's dead. <laughs> then, yeah, he had just died. You know what? Okay, okay. So, <laughs> he he's dead. I feel like, dude, holy shit, this movie could have been much more emotional if the emotional through line with Alice like it, it I thought there would be some her. I thought there was something going to be with her dad yeah, like I thought no, there was have was her dad up. die dude and then like have something in Underland Wonderland it's not even called Wonderland yeah, it's called movie, Underland um Unterland this is dumb it's a dumb like distinction they made but yeah dude have like her dad pass away and then have something representing him in the Underland and her like make peace with his death or something Was that supposed to be Alan Rickman? I don't know. Uh, no, I don't think her dad even had, like... Like, it's weird, right? Because at the beginning, it sets up all these, like, weird little English characters that are kind of represented in They're supposed Wonderland. to be, yeah. Like, the twins? Yeah, Like, the when twins. I saw them, I was like, oh, this is gonna be Tweedledee and Tweedledum, yeah, I think. Yeah, easy. Yeah, and it's it's weird. It's like that... Uh, what other movie is like that that kind of does that? Um... I feel like we were talking about it recently. Like, we were we were actually talking about how if Tim Burton did... Um, That's what it was, Allison. Or, uh, 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 my name is, well, I am David. That's and right. that was my like. Um, <laughs> oh, I guess I was right. Yeah, like um, if Tim Burton had done I am David and every and he's just like on this like fantasy like thing. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, anyways, yeah. I mean that's that's much more. Like pushing, like squashing those two movies together mm. is a much more interesting movie <laughs> than I Am David or fucking Alice in Wonderland. Like that would have been incredible, dude. Yeah, but there's nothing that emotional like in this in this movie at all. And that's the problem. I think that like there wasn't any, like it was kind of forced at the end that oh yeah you're Tweedledee and you're Tweedledum and you're this character from you remind me of some some fat yeah. boys I knew which is I will say the funniest scene in the movie mm. where are my fat boys where are my fat boys where are my fat boys oh, fat boys they're so good. funny <laughs> that was hot. that was hot. Helena Baum Carter talking about Tweedledee and Tweedledum yeah but anyways we'll go right back and Maya Wachowski <laughs> uh. Is supposed to get married to this very snooty aristocrat guy. And there's a whole thing. Yeah. It's like, you know, everyone's there for the party and they're all going to watch her do it. And obviously, I mean, you as an audience member, you know exactly what's going to happen. She doesn't want to marry this gr- grotesque guy. Yeah. And then she falls in that. In fact, that happens. It's like, like Neville Longbottom looking yeah. dweeb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who has like digestion pro- digestion. Yeah, he can't problems. eat well and he shits really bad. It's like, what's up with that? It's I like, don't. okay, so that's like, he's a shitty guy because he has digestion problems. Yeah, like, like people fuck off. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> fucking judging people. You for should their get ailments. that look, looked at. Your <laughs> sickness. So he farts. That's like what, what, she, what that, the movie's yeah. trying to tell us mm-hmm. is that he farts a lot. Good job. Great. Thanks. Good. Where and then she then the, she runs away because she denied the proposal to marry him, and then they go into the, they go on the wonder underland underland. Yeah. yeah, and then the so I've always like been interested in and I, I this might be answered if I watch the original movie, but like what the fuck's going on with Alice? Like she saw this CG rabbit 
with a fucking like with trousers on and, and little, shit in the real cute, world. Little cute little suit on, yeah. So she's she shows she's like insane. Right? Yeah, she's crazy. That's kind of like because like Lewis Carroll was like infamously like off his rocker pretty much mm-hmm. and like doing I think he did like drugs too yeah he did that's how he got Alice in Wonderland yeah like there are all these parallels with like chasing the white rabbit and like mm-hmm. that's like cocaine and like all this shit um yeah dude like I, I but that that's left really unclear from this movie like mm-hmm. if she's truly insane like if these are dreams or if these are like weird uh, like vision she's had. Well, it, it was it was like crazy people are the best kind of people. So I'd say that she's just definitively like just crazy. Like that's yeah. what that line is I about. So, I don't yeah. think it it does any drug reference. Well, yeah, there might be some drug references when she takes the uh, when she uh, gets in, she eats the cake, and then she drinks the the potion. That's all drugs. Yeah, that's all you know? that's all drug stuff. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about like maybe some of the size stuff in this movie? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so this movie's like fascinated by Alice's sizes, her various sizes. Yeah. So apparently, in the original book, the mathematical concept for her changing like sizes, yeah, was to convey like the mathematical concept of of limits, and that's okay. a, um, you know, when you take like a uh, when you have an asymptote like on a parabola, like you know, a, a curve, yeah, like you have a limit where the where the curve doesn't pass. Like, okay, if it's yeah, X yeah. equals 4, the parabola can... will just keep going up. It'll never reach the asymptote. Uh-huh. So, like, it was talking about, like, when she resizes, it's, like, how small can she go and how big she can go. So it's just, like, it's okay. a limit reference. I see, I see. Okay. And uh, in this movie, it didn't give a shit about, about that because I didn't see anything. It was just that she kept changing sizes because that's just what she does. Because... Uh, they hired, they paid money for a great costume designer. That's why. Well, so, well, <laughs> before, I, I'll let you continue that. Keep that okay. in your mind. Yeah, yeah. But the first time it happens, I was like, all right, let's get some, let's see some naked Wachowski brothers. And, because uh, she, like, changes sizes, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, she gets, she gets smaller first, right? But her dress gets smaller with her. Uh-huh. And then she goes bigger, uh-huh. and the dress gets bigger with and her. And it becomes like a like a like a uh, kind of scantily covering. Yeah, like but it still like it still looked like it grew, it grew though. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, I guess the dresses just like grow and shrink with her. Uh-huh. But then later on, she shrinks even more, and her dress gets it's too big for her. Yeah. And like, oh, here's a new dress. Yeah, Johnny Depp makes her one. Yeah, uh, the Queen makes her. Yeah, because like, she gets cool... too big. Yeah, and I was like, "Well, there's some inconsistent. Why, why, why didn't you just like do that at the beginning? Then, like, why didn't you just have her break the dresses at the beginning? Yeah, exactly. You know, I just didn't understand that. But yeah, it is about just like, oh, let's have her some fancy. Yeah, dresses. I mean, and, and to be fair, like this movie won best costume design. Like, at well, there the you go, Academy Awards. So mm-hmm. I guess uh, breaking uh, any any kind of rules in your movie to to win awards, mm-hmm. uh, I guess that that worked for him. Yeah how do how do we get her to change dresses a lot? Well, yep. you know, let's have it change sizes all well, the time. Well, I remember at the beginning when she <laughs> first shrinks, it's weird because she, like, makes a new dress 
there's like a mini dress yeah, inside, inside of her dress. Yeah, dress. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, 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 all right. And then, and then, yeah, there's like no consistency. I mean, that's a, that's a dumb little like nitpick, but. Um, well, you know, I don't think it is. No. <laughs> I think it's just like, you have to have some, you have to have some rules, especially with something that was so important to like the plot. Yeah. Her sizing. Yeah. Um, you should at least be consistent with that. At least. Yeah, well, that that's thing. just a weird thing that the movie, like, treats as being, like, a very important value in the movie is, like, mm-hmm. later on, uh, like, she's, like, in uh, Johnny Depp's fucking hatting chamber or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's like, you're, you're slightly too large, or, like, whatever the <laughs> fuck he says. It's like, who, what the fuck? Why do we care about how fucking big or small she is? Have her be a normal size, like... I don't know, man. Just like the shit. Like that I was this trying to look. I was trying to look for the metaphor about it, and I was like, I can't find it. But also, yeah. here's here is a here's some here's some uh, inconsistency or plot holes or whatever you want to yeah, call yeah. it. Um, why didn't they just give her a bite of that cake that makes you big, and then make her really big and just like beat the dragon? Yeah. No, that's that's. I I was thinking about that too, where I was like. Why? Yeah. Why? Why doesn't? Why don't they blow Wasn't her up? It? Yeah. Have her up. fucking kick the dragon off a cliff. <laughs> Bam. Movie done. Over. Yeah. That's it. What was the name of the dragon? Flagen, Flagen Holsten. Uh, I don't know. Farg Fargen Flugen Flugen Fargen or something like that. <laughs> Mark Markin. I, I I can't remember, dude. Yeah. Uh, I think it was like there's so many glass and fucking Glassenborgen. Yeah. Know. Something like that. Uh, glass and dragon or some shit. Um, <laughs> We're gonna have to talk about that dragon too, man. That dragon doing some weird, fucking wacky shit with that dragon. Yeah, so well, we're already there, so might as well. Like, fuck it, yeah. Uh, the dragon, the ultimate and final scene, and uh-huh. you just gotta beat the dragon to get out of Underland. Uh huh. And what what did you what did you notice, Brent, when you saw that dragon? Yeah, so I, I noticed like as soon as it appeared, I was like, this dragon looks different. Mm-hmm. Like not not bad, but different. And then I realized that like. Tim Burton or I guess the production designer whoever VFX artists um, were like trying to go for some like Clash of the Titans like Harry Harryhausen shit where it, it, it I, I'm not sure like if it was actually yeah I'm not sure if it was actually claymation mm. but at, that's at least the like visual effect they wanted to go for mm-hmm. and I was like this is weird like I, I liked it a lot I was like this is a cool thing this is a cool design but the rest of your movie doesn't support it at all because the rest of the movie is all this fucking just CG bullshit like green screen nonsense mm. and if the, if the whole movie had been animated in a similar way to that I think I would have enjoyed at least the visuals more right but I think it was it was beholden to that that 3D like we need to just CG animate everything uh-huh. but at the end for some reason he was like you know I want to go a little old school here and animate this dragon uh, <laughs> like these old school movies that I liked and uh, I mean, I, but yeah, it clashes with the movie in a weird way. It clashes of the Titans. Clashes of the Titans in a in a weird way, and also Christopher Lee, uh, great British actor Christopher Lee from Lord of the Rings, Count Dooku in mm-hmm. fucking Revenge of the Sith, uh, has like one line as the fucking dragon, oh, yeah. and then that's it. Yeah. He gets his tongue cut out, and I was like. Okay. Yeah, she's like, no more talking or whatever the fuck. Like, she like finally we meet again. I can't yeah. remember if the dragon is in the original movie. Do you remember? I don't think so. I don't know. Clu- I can be Clugan, completely... Flaugen? Clu- 
Flag Flag and Starfin. Yeah, I don't I don't think he I don't know. I can't even remember. I think I would have remembered a drag. We could be totally wrong, but I'm gonna lean towards yeah. no. I, I lean towards I'm gonna lean no towards no. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, man. The Speaking of all that CG shit, like the second I, I knew like the, the beginning is fine. All the live action stuff, I was like, this is fine, like whatever. It's yeah. not bad, it's functional, whatever. Kind of annoying, but functional. And then the second that she steps into truly into Underland or Wonderland or whatever, uh, and you're just fucking assaulted. You're fucking assaulted. assaulted. Like, like all of your senses are because it throws fucking like nine CG characters at you. Yeah. Everybody's like bumbling, saying, yeah. "Are you Alice? You don't know if you're Alice. Are you Alice? There's a there's Alice, and Alice is a hero, and here's a scroll, and it's gonna it's a whole thing. It's you a need whole to come thing. with us, Alice. You need to do this. And it's like, like I'm not fuck, sure who dude, you are. Fucking like stretch this out a little bit. Fucking like cut half the fucking characters." Like develop some of them, uh, like it cut it just, Johnny Depp. Yeah, just cut down Johnny Depp. Fucking please, like so much. I want to see that super cut where he's not like included. He's like not a character. In it. Yeah. yeah, I feel like the movie would be like an hour and five minutes at that point because <laughs> there's so much of him, dude. And it, mm. Like I, I said to you, like when we were watching that, like every time he's on the screen, like the movie screeches to a halt. It feels yeah, like like hold on, everybody. It's Johnny Depp. Everyone, everyone, exactly. relax. Yeah. This is Johnny Depp time. And that that's kind of what annoys me about their, like, collaborations a lot of the times that he's trying to fucking just show... He's, like, trying to fucking showcase Johnny Depp and, like, his, his uh, like, weird, quirky acting abilities. And, and yeah. uh, how he has a fetish for cu- being a cuckold. Yeah, for yep. sure. <laughs> I mean, there wasn't a scene where the Mad Hatter fucks the Red Queen... But, but like but it's she had the heavily, fuck me eyes like on it's the, heavily uh, implied. It's yeah. heavily implied. Yeah, yeah. there's gonna Speaking be a of movie. fucking queens. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cr- Crispin Glover is in this. Crispin Glover. Oh, everyone yeah. remember? I thought you were to go the other route of the other queen, which I guess we get into. But Crispin Glover as Slender Man. Uh, yeah, is 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 cool. He's yeah, he's actually cool, pretty cool. I he's like a cool, him. like creepy. Uh, yeah, Crispin Glover Glover is uh, is pretty great. His costume design was cool. Yeah, he had that cool like heart eye patch and a mm-hmm. cool scar, um, cool hair. Um, yeah, Crispin Glover's pretty good. Good good work, Crispin. <laughs> yeah, I I hope you're 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 doing all right. He's he's gonna end up down here. I think we both. Yeah, I think we both know that. He's a little insane. <laughs> it's a little off his fucking rocker. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I feel like I feel like Crispin Glover's like always in Wonderland. Like I feel like that's just his <laughs> life. Like he's like he didn't even realize like he was making a movie when they were fucking filming. If, if you're listening to this and you want to get a taste of Crispin Glover, go look up Crispin Glover clowns. And uh, have yourself a good time. Oh shit! I forgot about that, yeah. dude. Have you ever Clouds. seen his? God, dude. Have you ever seen his uh, like talk show no. appearances, dude? Okay, you're gonna everybody listening. Search Crispin Glover uh, late night, and that yeah, it'll probably come up. He he has these fucking insane. I think he was on David Letterman. I think mm. that's what it is. And dude, he is like on some like Joaquin Phoenix level fucking. See, I was crazy thinking like shit. maybe he's just such a great actor. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean he is. A, he is a great actor. Yeah. Uh, like he's he's been in enough stuff to know that he's he's very good. But um, McFly, McFly, 
Uh, oh, boy, he better. I don't, boy, I don't know, George. <laughs> it's so weird that he's like the fucking straightest character ever yeah. in that movie. Yeah, but he's such a weird. And he dude. does such a good job in that. In yeah. Back to the Future. He's, yeah. he's fucking great. Um, yeah, and the other character that we were alluding to is uh, Anne Hathaway's gorgeous, uh, pale-faced uh, queen yeah. who likes doing creepy, creepy shit. Yeah, she does like a little hands thing, like she's like aloof all the time. Yeah, she's like constantly doing this yeah. thing. Yeah, she was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, she she did she did her job. Everything like the peak level that I feel like anybody can be in this movie is mm. is serviceable. Like because yep. that's that's like it's it's the only as good as the director. You a- know? Absolutely, yeah. Um, and so yeah, she's she's all right. Uh, <laughs> she looks like a Dark Souls character. Yeah, yeah. Made it. Yeah. Remember how like throughout the whole film, I was like, well, I just want a Dark Souls movie now because like the yeah. whole dragon scene like really reminded me of uh, like just like doing a boss battle on Dark. Yeah, Souls. like you have the health bar overhead. Like, yeah. Oh, well, the armor looked you know pretty like yeah, Dark it Soul-y. looked really Dark Soulsy too. And I was like, oh, this is actually like a cool, a cool like design. But, okay, you know? mini mini tangent real quick. Okay, because uh, the, the movie was boring uh, <laughs> and talking about it is kind of a drag. But <laughs> Dark Souls the movie. Mm-hmm. That's not what it would be called. That'd be a bad name, but just Dark Souls. Dark Souls. Yeah. Who would direct the fuck out of a Dark Souls movie? You think? Who would direct a Dark Souls yeah. movie? I I gotta think about it for a second too. I know. I can kind of if there's like dead air, I'll cut out a little bit. Whatever. Um, um, Guillermo del Toro. Oh fuck, man! That would be pretty cool. That'd be. He'd definitely get like the uh, like Lovecraftian vibes. Definitely. Right. Man, that actually that's a pretty good that's a pretty good one. I was thinking mm. somebody who's more used to big action stuff. I guess. Yeah, I don't even. <sighs> well, the thing is, I was thinking on long lines of just like grand scale stuff, you know. Yeah, um, like Peter Jackson in his prime. Peter Jackson in his prime. In his prime, not anymore. But he's not. Dude, a, yeah, Peter like Jackson. it is like, dude, because he had like horror shit, and there's that oh, stuff yeah. in Lord so of the Rings. So he, he's not afraid oh, of man. like gore, gory stuff for sure, dude. Okay. Peter Jackson, two thousand two era is like that's Dark Souls right there. Mm. God, that'd be good. Who, who, dude, Sam Raimi. Uh, no, I don't think so. That, that might be I like Sam Raimi, but like yeah. I don't think he would. I think he'd be too goofy. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. a little too goofy. Darren Aronofsky. I don't know. I was just looking at the mother poster. <laughs> There's a mother poster uh, in our room that appeared like the other day. It's yeah, really strange. to remind us of um, how con- controversial that film was. Yeah, and yeah. and also to remind us of like what good movies can be yeah what good as we're watching be. these because i looked yeah. over at this mother poster probably and i was like oh man i would watch eight or mother. nine yeah. times while watching this and just just thinking about it just as a as a mini little vacation mm-hmm. from watching this fucking movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah i see that diehard poster here too and it's just like well yeah <sighs> alan rickman as uh as Hans Gruber <laughs> is is one of the best like acting portrayals ever. Yeah, I know. God damn it, he's so good. R.I.P. Allen. Mm-hmm. We love uh, you. But uh, okay, so they they go through the one the Underland, and you know, there's not much else to talk about the plot really. I just don't. I'm 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 honestly just totally cool with getting off of talking about the definitely the yeah thing, things happen and yeah. uh it's boring yeah. uh you want to do let's do uh, it signature <laughs> moves real quick let's see what, what what tim burden uh shit we got we got helen bond car we got giant depth bam two right there we danny <laughs> elfman no <laughs> it's three right there we uh, got uh color grading that's like uh you know the kind of 
a lot of different colors, but it's all toned down to kind of a grayscale kind yeah. of thing. That's his yeah, stick. it's it's very flat until it's not. It's mm. like it's like then he gets into his and I was talking to you about this uh, when we were watching it too. Like he does a similar thing with uh, as he does with like Batman and other movies. Edward Scissorhands and like yeah, where it's like this kind of proto formalist uh, thing where things are very heightened and colorful and uh, very quirky and weird. Weird. I mean, that's like yeah. his brand, right? Uh, but but it's it's like this modern day version where instead of being lazy and making things look like a stage play in the '90s, now mm-hmm. he's lazy uh, and he has a whole team of CG artists that can make things look uh, nice mm-hmm. and colorful. Yeah, um, and yeah, just everything's green screen. Um, That's a, I think that'd be a sig move, green screen. Yeah, I mean it's definitely a, a sig move now that he <laughs> that he definitely has. Yep. Um, uh, what else we got? What else we got in this? Um, you know, it's a bad movie. Not good. Yeah, that's, that's one. Uh, <laughs> like we, so yeah. I mean, things just kind of happening, right? Like we talked about this with Batman and Planet of the Apes. Uh, just like bad plotting of bad like the plotting. actual like narrative itself, like, mm-hmm. um, like convenient little things happening, like uh, characters just going like from place to place. Like things doing is happening things yeah. without yeah it's not uh what is it it's not like the narrative isn't character driven at all it's just like i have to go to this place. it's even it's a bad plot driven because random yeah. plots like happening yeah i mean it's the like control of the character yeah and yeah and then she goes on her little uh the only choice i save johnny Depp. yeah that, that's the only choice i remember her ever really making well okay there's two there's the one with oh let's go save matt Hatter. Like, oh, she's off the path, my queen. Well, she needs to make the choice herself. And then yeah. that's one. And she then needs she needs to get the sold or yeah. whatever. And then she ends up getting. So there's some. I, I don't want to derail us too much from the, the uh, signature moves here, but I did want to talk about how, like, antithetical the final showdown with the dragon is to her real life. Yeah. Because ultimately she has this uh, predetermined uh, destiny, right? To defeat the dragon. To defeat the dragon. And there's kind of like hints of like this free will thing where it's like, well, it's her decision and all this stuff. And then she ends up uh, conforming to that vision, which I read as – as as it would equate in her real life, that means that she would marry this guy, right. that she would become like this upper class uh, lady, mm-hmm. and then she goes back to the real world. And she's like, I'm empowered now, and I'm going to be a businesswoman. Yeah, and yay capitalism. And it's weird, right? Yeah, like, it, it's very um, uh, inconsistent. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I knew that she wasn't going to marry the guy. That you could see that fucking mile sure. away. But the way that it was set up, it's like I'm going to follow my destiny anyway. Yeah, and uh, kill the dragon. So I don't, I don't know what. But I get, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's it just doesn't track very well. Is mm. it because like she decides to fight the dragon, so it's her choice, even though that's her destiny or something? But I don't know. It just it doesn't come together. I think in an effective way. Yeah, I don't. I I really just don't understand. <laughs> yeah, like what they were trying to do with the destiny thing. Like I don't know what it was trying to convey. Yeah. Um, because well, like it was trying to move. be like choices, half baked, yeah. half baked ideas. Yep, because it was half-baked it was themes. it was there, you yeah. know, but it wasn't. Yeah, wasn't fully cooked for sure. I yeah, and I, I wish I had a better 
recollection of the original, but right. I can't really remember much from I it. I know. It would have helped, actually, with uh, this movie, because then we could clearly blame Burden for, you know, what, what he did. <laughs> for doing the same thing that he did with Planet of the Apes. And, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, just like speaking, shrinking everything down into a shitty, shittier. Speaking version. of Planet of the Apes, also signature movie choreography is just kind of like whatever, you know, just fighting choreography, just kind of. Oh yeah, yeah. no, he's a terrible action director. Yeah, bad in Batman, mm. uh, worse in Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and okay, yeah, it's, it's, in Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, it's it's. I I really think, <clears throat> dude, he leans like so heavily on his like. Uh, like VFX, like CG, yeah. In this movie, now you guys, you guys got it. Here's some money. You just you be good boys yeah. and fucking. He's know. a shitty, whimsical George Lucas. Like he's like man. That's that's that's, that's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, sh- I shouldn't say shitty because like they're kind of on the same tier in a sense. I think it was on the same tier. Yeah, he's like wacky George Lucas in this movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like no, yeah. Uh, you got any other uh, sig sig move? No, let's move on to uh, the the most fun that you probably forgot about because you always God do. Yep, I did. Uh, what what did uh what would uh Paul Feig Feige Paul Feige? Don't don't you dare equate those two. <laughs> don't do that. The, uh, he's the he's the lesser Feige. <laughs> the lesser Feige, uh, much lesser. Uh, dude, honestly, I think. I think I legitimately think Paul Feig's version of this movie would be really, really similar. I, well, I think that it would lean heavily on uh, the like CG crew. I think who's Alice? Who's Alice? Like who? What actress? Oh, okay. Um, hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't have cast Mia Wasikowska because she's like mm. a more nuanced, kind of dramatic actor. Mm. Um, I don't know. Who would he'd cast like a young comedian, right? Female uh, Aubrey Plaza as Alice. Oh my god! And uh, wow, she, that'd be that's interesting. That's pretty cool. Let's say <laughs> that would let's be pretty uh, rad. Actually, let's let's stick with that. Let's do um, Aubrey Plaza. I can't think of like young actresses that are in his in his wheelhouse. House. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think Aubrey Plaza would work really well. Yeah. For Paul Feige. Yeah. And um. I think, uh, yeah, there would have been just as much fucking noise yeah. and just as much um, A lot of improv of the yeah. troop, the CGI oh troop. Oh, my God. That stuff would have been even more insufferable. Yeah. His fucking uh, Mad Hatter tea party scene would have been 45 minutes long. <laughs> it would have... God damn it. Who would, okay, who would be the Mad Hatter? That would be, uh, be fun. Louis Black. Would you, you think Louis Black? No. But that'd be fucking good. That'd yeah. be really good, actually. No, it'd be Melissa McCarthy as the Mad I, Hatter. I was trying to avoid all our usual tropes. Well, you, I mean, it makes sense, honestly. No, it would be Kristen Wiig, and she would fucking kill it. I you think. think it'd be Kristen Wiig? Every, every okay, time then it to, would be the Red Queen as uh, uh, yes, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's that makes sense, it. right? Yeah. And then Sandra Bullock would be the White Queen. Yep. Yeah. That's it. No, yeah. that's really good. Yeah. Uh, and... Yeah, there'd, there'd just be a lot more weird riffing mm. uh, and bad jokes. Mm. And um, then Aubrey Plaza would not, like, give a shit about, like, what... It's like, yeah. okay, guys, like, can you, like, help me find the White Queen? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, shit like there that. would be even less of an emotional through line uh, yeah, than, than this movie. Is that possible? 
Um, I think we could keep the the wedding thing though. That seems pretty appropriate for a Paul Feig joint. Yeah, no, dude, that's what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. the ending, especially too, would have been like some like like new feminist uh, thing where mm. she's like. I don't need man. I'm gonna yeah. go be uh, a capitalist fucking <laughs> trader. Uh, I'm gonna oppress all these Chinese people. Yeah, with the trading exactly. routes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then it would have gone like yeah, fucking I am David there at the end uh, with the fucking boat scene. Um, yeah, man. I, I feel like that's a it's a pretty solid fucking. God, that'd be a bad movie. I would hate that movie so much. I'd rather I, watch this movie instead of that. Honestly. I don't know, man, because like I mean, this movie is boring as fuck. Yeah. And if he like really, <laughs> if he really taps into that fucking unaccompanied minors vein, then like that could be a fucking fun disaster to watch, like unfold. Um, so uh, to the audience, after uh, it's been a few episodes since Accompanied Minors, and we really, Brent and I have really. Uh, uh, looked back and thought that it's one of the most fun films that we watched this season. Honestly, honestly man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, okay, so we have one more movie to go. You'll see what it is next week. Mm-hmm. And so far, like, Unaccompanied Minors, dude, was... We had a good time. The best it. time. Yeah. Like, honestly, that was, like, an enjoyable... Bad movie. Experience. Yeah. Like, we were... We had that fucking Rumpelschnitz or Schnapps or Snaps or whatever. <laughs> yes, the uh, Nazi uh, Schnapps. Yeah, Nazi Schnapps. And, like, we almost killed that bottle. We were having a good-ass time. Got us yeah. in the Christmas spirit. Yeah. It was, like, enjoyably awful. And... I think it's a... Yeah, it's a really good, bad movie. Like, get your get your bros, get your friends. Go yeah. watch this... Go watch Uncovered Myers. Get a little drunk, you know? Yeah, Like, exactly. that's... It's a... Because it's, a, it's so fucking bad, but in a, in a fun <laughs> in way. In a really entertaining way. Don't yeah. watch it alone. Yeah, don't. you'll kill yourself after <laughs> and come down here with us. But, uh... Yeah, just don't watch this fucking movie. Um... Yeah, this one's just... That's the biggest problem with it. It's just so boring. Yeah. Um... Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a reason that Tim Burton didn't direct the sequel. Like, he, he was obviously, he obviously fucking, like, sleptwalked through Oh, he didn't direct movie. it? No, some other guy did. Like, oh. some fucking, I don't even know who did. Some new up-and-coming director probably has no career now. Because uh, <laughs> it's, it's I, I, I've heard it's worse than this one. Oh, so. boy. I don't even know how that's possible. Yeah. I mm. mean, I mean, it's... Th- it's like a competently made movie in a lot of regards. Like edited fine. Like it, it's it's a cohesive yeah, movie, you, I guess. Yeah, you understand what's happening. There's a beginning, least. middle and end. Yep. It's just it's a big problem when you don't give a shit about any of it. Yeah. Which is uh yeah, I mean that's a that's a sig move, I'd say as well to go back to that fucking So is there anything else you want to add on to Paul Feig's uh, version of this? Uh no, I don't think. I think that's about it. Oh god. Do you, do you have do you have any ideas of what his would be? Um No. I it's <laughs> like I'm, I was like genuinely tr- I wasn't doing that as a joke either. I was really trying to think of something else, but I couldn't. Yeah, I think yeah. uh I'm interested in watching the movie that we're going to watch uh, for the next podcast. Most of, our, because most of our listeners can guess what's on the docket. What's on the docket. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you look at his filmography, you can probably extrapolate. You probably have an idea. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like next week's 
yeah, discussion, we can maybe kind of go back to this one and do yeah. kind of like a uh, do almost side like a side, uh, full yeah. metal jacket saving Private Ryan scenario. But the bad version, actually, yeah, right. Seriously though, yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Um, uh, so that'll that'll be interesting. Look forward mm. to that. Um, yeah, I think that's about it for that. Um, so we are now into the final moments of uh, this episode, and so I'm, I'm so give her, happy our that, thesis on. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Want me to go? Um, I will, I'll go first since I went okay. last last time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go for it. So this movie is um, it's a confident movie. Like it, it's it's like you take your kids and you go watch it. And you snooze a bit, and if it entertains your kids, you know, well, fine, right? Like, that's... Like, because, like, this movie is, like, not awful in... Like, yeah, you would pop in the VHS and let your kids just kind of, like, zone out with it and watch, like, the goofy Yeah, go get shit. some chores done while yeah. your fucking kids are... Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's like a noise movie that'll just distract your kids, and I think that's a... <laughs> You know, some it's, merit. It's the fucking tortilla chips of, of yeah. movies, pretty much. <laughs> so I really like that Crispin Glover, uh, his little outfit. His his outfit was really cool, actually. Like he's no, seriously though. Like no, it was yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. cool. Oh, well, I agree. I agree. I I love the little eye patch. The and so that's a definite positive. Um, the little frogs. Remember how I thought they were so oh, adorable? Oh, those are great. We should have yeah. talked about those for thirty minutes. Those fucking frogs were so cute. Yeah, those little servant frogs, the Red Queen. They're the cutest things. Yeah, they have little suits. <laughs> I love the little so suits. Little proper frogs. They're so cute. Oh my god, I love it. Um, the uh, the general uh, set design for um, the beginning, you know, with the aristocrat like engagement party. Uh huh. You know where Maya was uh, going to get proposed to by, um, by Longbottom or Ronald Weasley. <laughs> yeah, um, it was actually really cool. Like it looked, it looked cool. Yeah. Um, uh, the uh, you know Maya Wachowski, whatever she is, she's fine. She's not. She's honestly not. I mean, she she wasn't like amazing, but she was. Uh, she did her job, mm-hmm. and she's not hard. She's not bad. Look at. Same with um um, what's her name? Anne Anne Hathaway. Yeah, you know, and she was she was probably the she probably acted the best in this film, honestly. Right? I'd I'd say say so. Yeah, out of all, probably the best. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, it. I think the the rabbit with the tea party thing. The guy who was who was probably the guy in Train Spotting. You know, the guy's throwing shit. He's pretty funny. Like, I, I just yeah. loved, I loved how, like, you just throw he's shit all the time. nuts, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. crazy. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a marginal movie. Um, so, it's, it's definitely not the worst thing. It's competently, um, like, you, you, you know, like, in terms of directing, like, he knew, Bird knew the beats to hit to get a cohesive, like, story. Sure, yeah. And that's fine. You know, like, way to go. You, you you made something that, like, made sense, I guess. And that's admirable, question mark. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, uh, that that's my argument. But this, okay. you know, honestly, like, this movie's just not good. And just don't see it. And just don't tell anybody I said those words. Don't tell, <laughs> don't tell the devil. Don't watch this movie. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, this, this movie... Uh, 
You're right in the fact that it is competently made, but the the drawback to that being that it's yet another remake from him. Uh, it's derivative from another superior work. Uh, it takes the uh, interesting concepts and ideas out of that entirely. It strips all that to make a uh, very cookie-cutter, uh, very marketable product. Um, and I think that's absolutely what it was. it was. It was writing the coattails of Avatar. It was marketed, uh, you know, utilizing the popularity of Johnny Depp of 3D to hit at the exact right time to strike while the iron's hot, so to speak. Um, I think it made the landscape of cinema worse for uh, numerous reasons. The fact that this movie that does nothing interesting or new um, other than, I mean, I, I'll give credit where credit's due. Like the uh, CG work is, is I think, uh, pretty respectable and pretty solid, even though it's it's you know, kind of in that uncanny valley territory. But um it, it doesn't do anything new or exciting or anything. Uh, it. I want to hear you destroy this. Fucking destroy. It's <laughs> fun getting nasty. Yeah, dude. I mean, it fucking it it made all of cinema worse as a result. <laughs> like this is one of the top grossing films of all time, and it is oh, this yeah. mediocre. <laughs> and it what that allowed for is it lowered the fucking bar for what a movie could be. <laughs> Uh, for years, and it, it, I think it definitely was a, uh, a kind of cog in this machine we have now, <laughs> where people are making these like CG filled, fucking mediocre blockbuster movies, uh, you know, slapping some garbage 3D on, putting it out in IMAX to try to make a buck. This is like at the fucking beginning stages of that, and there's no passion in this movie. Nobody. Besides, maybe I guess the 3D artist uh, or CG artist gave a shit in the movie. It's it's uh, derivative as, as hell, and uh, yeah, it's a it's a bad movie, and I've already forgotten fucking just about everything that happened. You know, that's it. true. Like I really don't remember anything now. It's, it's, uh, yeah, so I guess that's my bad. that's my that's you know where I'm at. I think I think uh, <laughs> man, dude, like comparing the other Tim Burton movie, like Batman, I feel like is. I feel like he is has gone uh, gradually downhill like throughout his career and like Batman's so boring. No. I mean, they're all fucking boring, yeah, man. That's boring. like that's like his his fucking brand, man. Like he doesn't. Yeah. There's no like dramatic tension. Uh, like going into the third act, all of the all of our heroes are together and like hanging out, and it's like that's not how you fucking tell a dramatic story. Like give us some stakes. Like some actual stakes here. Like she keeps saying it's like a yeah. dream, and it's probably not even real. And like, and we all know that it's real, or whatever the way that, yeah, that, whatever. It's like Tim Burton is. Imagine like a really like plain looking person, like really boring person, right? Yeah. And then Tim Burton comes in, and he's like, "Let's give you a fun wig. Let's give you like <laughs> eyeliner. Let's give you all this stuff." And they wow. just have the they're the they're the exact same person. They still have the same boring expression. Yeah. And that's him. He, yeah. he gives him like he, he like tries to like like glam up a boring thing. Yeah, well, it's know? it's it's the whole style over substance thing. Yeah, it's like that is that is. I, but I he doesn't do it that, effectively. That's the problem. He doesn't do it effectively. Yeah, because like you can do that. You can. I mean, Zack Snyder does that. Uh, Nicholas Winding Refn does it. At, okay, that's fucking. That's a really good line to draw. Like that yeah. is. 
what Tim Burton like wishes he could do. Like, but he he, he wishes he could be an auteur. He, he puts he's like Johnny <laughs> Depp. He puts a couple of wacky hats on a thing yeah. and a couple of scarves and says, "Hey, mm. look at this. This is a character." And it's like, no, that's not that's that's not how you make, make you, a character yeah, interesting. Like, make the style make people care about the style. Yeah, if you're gonna you do know? anything, don't like yeah. half-ass the style too. Mm. Um, bad director, one of one of the worst, one of <laughs> cinema's worst. He's a toxic madman uh, to poison cinema. Mm-hmm. Well, that should wrap us up for this. That's a picture wrap on uh, Timmy B, folks. Uh, I guess that's gonna do. It yeah, for that's him. it, huh? That's it for Timmy. Yeah, B. Yeah, I guess I guess yeah. that's it. We can maybe have like a longer wrap up on the next episode, but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, across the board, the movies that we have here by Tim Burton uh, really double down on my opinion of him. Uh, he's <laughs> he's a bad director. He's not good. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's going to do it. <laughs> yeah, that should wrap up uh, this, this week's um, episode. So do we have any – do we have any plugs – to, to put in uh yeah i wanted to say one so i guess when you guys hear this if it does come out soon after we record this um i think on the 29th of january there's going to be a captain america the first avenger podcast out by uh countdown to infinity mm-hmm. our friends uh delphin and john and them um are you doing to- a you had to astri- astrally project yourself. To, I did. Uh, I had to, like, last Jedi myself uh, <laughs> through uh, another dimension, I guess, to be yeah. on the podcast. and um, But it was fun. Yeah, like, we talk about uh, what I still believe is one of the best uh, Marvel movies, and they're kind of counting down to Infinity War. So definitely check out that podcast. Mm-hmm. It's been really entertaining to listen to, mm-hmm. uh, for sure, too. So, yeah. Uh, what do you got? Um, well, check out... Um she got fan films, right? Yeah, always fan films. Um, and uh, check out um, Sticker Fridge in general. See what we're up to on the website. See what we're up to on the Twitters. See what we're up to on the Instas and the Facebooks. Yeah. Do we have a Snapchat? Uh, yeah, Snapchat. <laughs> man, I haven't even had Snapchat on my phone for like yeah, neither a year. have I. But we, but um, it, but Sticker Fridge should have Snapchat. I I don't know. Yeah, maybe I don't even. Know I don't maybe. know. Um, uh, who cares? We're dead anyway. We're dead. Um, yeah, but uh, you got anything else or? No. Merry Christmas. Um. <laughs> happy Happy New Year, gang. Merry MLK Day. Yeah. Hope you guys had a good MLK Day. Yeah. Hope you got out and marched. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a lot of marching uh, down here. I couldn't tell if it was uh, Hitler again. Or if it was, boy, that's a that's a bad line to draw. Uh, oh no! Oh no! Might be an edit point. Uh, oh, if anybody's no. if anybody's out there editing, um, yeah, guys. But I guess that's gonna do it. Uh, hope you had fun. We got one more this season. One and more. We'll fucking see the what season happens, finale coming up, uh, where it will be decided on who is the worst director. Yeah, and so who gets out. So and who tweet. Doesn't. Tweet at Sticker Fridge. Who do you think is the worst director? Who's going to win out? Is it going to be Tim Burton? Yeah, you know what? Maybe we'll put out a. You know, we'll put out a fucking poll tweet. We'll get yeah. we'll somehow if, if whoever if edits whoever this or something is listening. Uh, to this. Yeah, if if Sticker Fridge is listening, put out a fucking poll tweet. Yeah. who the worst director is, and we'll talk about it on yeah. the next podcast. We'll see what you guys think. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, guys, as always, thanks for listening. I uh, hope you have a good week. Mm-hmm. See you. See you.